0: to On the Edge with April Mahoney Brains. This is the place where the conversation is pointed all the time. The guests are sharp all the time and the responses are never dull all the time. Today, we've got Kelly Marr From up north in California, we're gonna talk about some stuff. Have you been involved recently in a breakup? That could be a relationship, that could be a divorce, that could be a separation, that could be leaving your job, just sometimes you separate from yourself. Kelly is coaching and mentoring individuals to find their true essence, and I'm going to ask her what that is, because a lot of times people put that out there, but it has different interpretations and different meanings for everybody. The name of her website is the love.com Okay, so that's just flooding you with yeah. love and acceptance. And I'm ready to receive it. I'm ready to receive
1: her. Hello, Kelly. Oh, hello. You? Thank you for having me, April. Exactly. I feel very blessed to be talking to April in the month of April. Oh, <laughs> let me
0: tell you. And you know what? My parents were hippies. I wasn't even born in April. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, I love it. They was high on some of that love, you know. Back in the sixties, <laughs> it was you know they was loving anybody, everybody, you know. Everybody was love, but right Amen. now, <laughs> but right now there's no love. Yes, there is. There's still some. There's some between me and you, but love is just, I don't know. It's underrated, and if people understood the power and the magnitude of that four letter word, it could change the whole trajectory of their life
1: you're gonna make me cry april we just got started and i'm gonna cry tissue i'll send
0: it to you (laughs) no but you know what but love is but it's ambiguous too and it's very subjective to each individual person i mean you know you could just give somebody some chocolate and they'll be in love but then another person you have to change the very essence of who you are How do you define love, Kelly? Mm,
1: It's all encompassing. It never judges. It's, I mean, I don't know if you've ever had a child, but when I first had my baby and I looked at him, I was like, wow, my parents love me that much. Like it was just like pure bliss. And then I had this, lucid dream i would say about five years ago and angels visited me in the dream and they had a message for a loved one of mine but their amount of love the all-encompassing love again no judgment just like beyond words really was so heartfelt so beautiful that i woke up in tears because it was just like so much to receive that bliss and um that's who we are, like that's our true essence, that's our true nature. And all of these stories that we tell ourselves, it's just an illusion. It just, it it creates the separation between us and the truth of who we are, this one oneness, the sameness, this one that we are a part of.
0: Well, as Einstein clearly indicated in his research and his years of work, is that we are all energy and energy just changes form. We are yeah. not matter. I would do some work here now with Deepak Chopra and it's not about mindset anymore brains. It's about consciousness. Yeah. It's about yeah. being aware. It's about being present in this moment. You know, I look at some celebrities, they were fine. One minute next, they've had a, a major stroke. Yep. Yeah. Uh, You can't take things for granted, and people do that. And you can't take my love for granted. I'm going to tell you right here. I'm going to tell you right now on the edge. I'm not going for the okey-doke, okay? My love is precious. It is sacred. It is strong, and it is unwavering. But it is conditional. And I know people say unconditional love, and I don't believe them because you let somebody come at them with a side eye mistreat them hurt them steal them you know pull a gun on them uh beat them whatever the situation that condition on that love has changed now i don't like you i won't bother you but that all-encompassing love that you just teared up about i don't know if i can just give that up 110 percent. do you give it up 110 percent all the
1: time um be real with us i think I seriously think, like, if you like, if you were to ask my family, like, I am very, yes, I would say yes. All right. Like people, like I, I, you know, I was previously married, and he cheated on me a couple of times. Like, he was not, he he lied to me obviously about other things too. Like, and yet I I forgive him, I release him. Like, I understand. Like, you know he was doing the best he could in the circumstances that he had in life and like that's and i know that that sounds lame right to most people that he was doing oh, the that best he that's big but, that, that's huge but i you know like his brother just had passed away the year before like we had lost our house in a house fire like we had a lot of stress and and people react differently to these stresses in life right and so um, I know my family was like, well, how could you forgive him? And obviously in the moment, like there was not that forgiveness when it happened. Right. Um, but that's, there, a term- that's a different word. That's a different forgive.
0: Forgiveness is not love. And I can right. understand you built a life together. You, you had memories. Do you have a child with your ex-husband? I do not. I do not. Okay. Know. Well, whatever it was, that was love. And I'm sure that right now, if he fell and busted his knee wide open, need to get to the emergency room, you would be there. You would help him out. But forgiving him is not forgetting what he's done. Correct. I forgive you. I accept. Because we all have a responsibility. It wasn't your fault, but we all have a part to play. Yeah. And so we all have to take some ownership in that. Yeah. And that's some self-love and some self-awareness. Yeah. People are detached from that. They don't want to own up to it. How do you encourage the people that you mentor and coach to accept ownership for their flaws or imperfection? Because until you realize what it is, you can't get beyond that.
1: Yeah, I think that that's um, coming, overcoming the victim mentality. And I believe that uh, that's pervasive in our society is this mm-hmm. like- right? Um, blaming others like it's we are t- kind of raised to like oh my brother touched me oh like we're always looking to blame but we need to take ownership right and stop playing the vac- b- victim and start claiming our sovereignty like we can choose how we react to different situations right that's within our our how we respond is within our power and to give somebody a um you know forgiveness or whatever that's for us that's not for them like you don't have to forgive them for them you just have to forgive them for you so that you can move on i kind of think of forgiveness kind of like you have your arm out holding them at bay blaming them and yet you're trying to go through life and yet your arm is disabling you from fully living your present mm-hmm. life and so it's just your forgiveness. You're like bringing back your arm and your wholeness to who you are so that you can move fully forward in this present moment. And that's all we have is the present moment. You yeah. know, our minds think otherwise. Our minds are always telling us stories about the past or telling us stories about the future. But being in your heart brings you to the present moment. Mm-hmm.
0: And now, that's I'll where all the
1: you. gift is.
0: I'll forgive you. But I ain't going to fool with you. <laughs> right, exactly. Like, you don't have to deal with that. Off you go now, you know, go yeah. get test to somebody else. It Because it, it, it takes work.
1: Yeah. And
0: when you're angry or you are sad or you feel the victim, it's like you have to put on uh, this other coat of armor when this person enters the room or enters your space. Or even sometimes the mention of their name can change, you know, your feelings, can change the whole temperature in the room. Sometimes it can even suck the oxygen out of the room. What keeps you strong and who pours into you to keep you balanced?
1: Uh, The divine, (laughs) God, universe, whatever you want to call it. Like that's how I, I'm self-resourced basically, you know, I, I, yeah, that's the best way to describe it. You know, uh, about seven years after my divorce, I've, I realized that I'm not, my divorce. I'm not the house that I drive. I'm not the car. I'm not my job. I'm not any of these things. I am soul. I am spirit. I am love. I am light, and nothing, nothing is going to change that. Nothing, nobody can take that away from me. And that I think that that we forget that we think that we, you know, we're asked all the time, "What do you do for a living?" Right? right. <laughs> what do you do for a living? What kind of car do you drive? where do you live cuz we're judging people based upon what? Yeah. That's not who they are. They are love and light. That's their true essence. Well, but I don't I don't know, you haven't been listening
0: to a few of my last few podcasts cuz I've had some people on my show that have been impacted by demons. And I'm like how do you fight against those forces because it's a duality. It's always a constant struggle between good and evil. And we have to make the decision. We have to make the choice. We have to continuously have that conversation in our head. We have to like today when I, you know, got up took shower and usually, you know, my meditation is set in a Zen kind of environment and, you know, in my studio and got the, you know, the music and all that. But you know what I I'm, I'm going to sit right here. On this little stoop in the shower and meditate for 15 minutes. And the room, this the room was still steamy from the, the mist. And I just took it all in. And it was such a different feeling, a, a certain effervescence. Um, uh, I don't know what it was, but it changed. We have to also be able to change, wouldn't you agree? To change our location, to change our will. To change our desires, to look at our needs, to edit and filter, get rid of some stuff. Don't you think the change is a is a big part of this as well?
1: Change is constant. That's we're right. always we're always evolving. We're always learning. We're all and you can go through change and resisting to it, resistance. Right, to it. right, right, like right. You can go with the flow and say, okay, I'm open to the next thing. You know, like. We have that choice. We have the choice to show up for change and because we are always changing. I mean, you, do, you go to sleep and your body is regenerating itself every day. So you're waking up anew every day.
0: So let me ask you this. On the flip side of that, when you are in a kind of, not destructive, but when you're downtrodden, you're depressed, you are in a negative mindset, you're being mean, you're being ugly. How do you pull yourself up by the bootstraps? What do you suggest?
1: I go out into mother nature and I like lie down on her. I go revel in her. I go for a walk in her. Like, in fact, just today, that's why we went for a walk. I took my son. I'm like, let's go outside. Let's enjoy the sunshine. I need fresh air. I need to connect with mother. Like, I just go out and appreciate her. Like, she's always appreciating us, always loving us, always supporting us, like, and we just take her for granted. We take her for granted. Oh, and yeah. so I think that that's how I resource myself and how I um, shift that and and just go back to breathing. You know, we're constantly being breathed into life, right? And uh, we take our first breath and we leave with our breath, you know, and um, so connecting with the present moment in the breath is powerful.
0: Powerful. What's your ideal person to work with? What are you looking for? And you know, a lot of people say, well, anybody, but we don't just gel with anybody. Not that we don't like them or whatever, but sometimes we just don't align. It's just not a fit. It's not a fit. Right. Who do you find the best, uh, maybe not people or characteristics, to really benefit from what you're, as my kids say? are you picking up what I'm putting down? (laughs) Uh
1: Yeah. um, Primarily women that have been through a breakup or like we were talking, um, loss, divorce, some sort of major altering life event where they're trying to discover again, like, who am I? What makes me happy? What, what, um, because when you're in a relationship or you are usually compromising, you're usually, um, and usually have a plan together, right? And so it's more about, well, who am I now, now that I'm not in a relationship and what really is gonna propel me forward. And so um, that's primarily who I've been working with is people that have gone through some sort of life transformation, uh, life altering event where their heart is cracked open, I would say, and um, that are willing to step within, my safe container to rediscover their joy, their happiness, their bliss, and who they really are.
0: So in other words, you are the love duct tape. (laughs) Yeah, I
1: like that, the love duct tape.
0: You put it all right together.
1: The tidal wave of love love kind of happened because uh, the name of my website, because I was thinking about, um, have you ever done cacao, uh, chocolate, but... um, yeah, I remember yeah. actually going on a
0: field trip years ago. It's in the long brown
1: kind of thing, and you open up, it, it's kind of nutty in the inside, cacao? Well, I think it depends. So cacao, ceremonial cacao is chocolate oh, okay. before it's overly processed, so it doesn't okay. have the milk and the sugar in it. And it's raised with intention and love, because the uh, Mayans and Aztecs, they always use ceremonial cacao as... Um, mm-hmm you know, they call it the food of the gods because it has over 200 antioxidants and it drops Mm. your heart. Like the um, theobromine opens up your blood vessels, So it's good for people that have higher blood pressure and it has magnesium, which is good for calming the nervous system. It has a bliss compound in it. So it's uplifting. It Mm. has iron in it. And that's why we tend to crave chocolate for around our menses. So it has all these beautiful benefits. But when you have milk in it, then you can't your body can't absorb the Mm -hmm. chocolate, the benefits. So I was um, I partook in the ceremonial cacao and I got the message like, because it's so heart opening to share that with as many people as possible. Because what a beautiful gift to give yourself to start the day with a cup of cacao, which is uplifting right versus coffee coffee goes right to your head and says, what do I got to get done today? And it kind of, um, has a whole different energy to it than cacao, which is more heart opening and heart expanding. And I could feel into what that would look like around the earth, people starting their day from this heart centered, um, expansive way and the possibilities that, that would arise and the tidal wave of love that that would create. And, um, so, yeah, so that's kind of where that tidal wave of love came through. And oh, so every day I connect with that. That's cool. <laughs> and it's
0: also the title
1: for a good song. You got a guitar? <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I tried guitar, but my fingers, oh man, it hurt. I couldn't. Oh, you couldn't know what? It. I try to, I try
0: guitar because I take guitar lessons. I'm a woman of a particular age and I'm still trying to stimulate my brain with that muscle memory. And muscle memory is a lot like um, the memory of the heart the heart feels everything you know it does uh, when you have indigestion when you have high blood pressure when you fall in love when you are heartbroken there's a lot so there's a lot of memory also in the heart yep how do we adjust and edit and filter that to to serve us in our highest and truest form
1: uh, well, I would say to connect with your heart and the truth of your heart. Um, because your, your heart is your, like your main brain, really, it is the connection. Like you were saying, it's like the wormhole to connecting with all of humanity through all time and space. We're all connected. And so coming again, back to the breath and connecting with your heart and the wisdom of your heart, cause your heart has a different answer than your head. Your head is more like the fear-based, um, Survival mechanism that we're primarily in a majority of the time spider flight flights yes, exactly. it's the kind of the messaging that we're raised in the spider flight, and so really just dropping into your heart and the truth of your heart um, every day to to see where that guides you because it's different. It's more like thriving versus surviving right now, what do you say to the
0: skeptic? What do you say to the person that says, uh, you know, this is great. It's, it's a field of lilies, but it's not reality because you are dealing with the adversary. You're dealing with the outside influences. You're dealing sometimes battling within your own head with that negative self-talk. You know, what do you say to the person that is apprehensive about letting go and letting love?
1: So you have, we have these stories, right, that we tell ourselves. So we can tell ourselves these stories of fear and lack and scarcity, or we can choose new stories to tell ourselves of goodness, love, and all of this joy and bliss. Like we created these stories of fear, so we can create new stories of love, right? Right, right, right. right. Powerful. We right. are. The,
0: I tell people the all the time: you
1: can, you can reframe it.
0: Yeah. It's a choice. I was talking to my mentor uh about a situation and I run up against again. And I was talking to her and I was like, damn, I said, here I go again. Um, you know, and then she goes, Well, you know what, April? She says, you're here again, number one, because you didn't learn the lesson the first time, or two, you did not apply, you know, the learnings. She says, but this is a third time. Three is a charm. Now you have the opportunity to reframe it. You know what happened the last time. You know what lessons or what opposition you ran up against the last time. And here you are back again. What is, what's going on? So like you said, it's the story that I kept telling myself that, okay, the same thing's gonna happen. No, and when I sat back and thought about it, I reframed it. I said, this is gonna have a different outcome. I'm gonna meet new people. There's gonna be a different situation blah, 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 blah. And like magic, it was how I reframed it. There you go. Magic every day. <laughs> so brains, what you have to do is use your brain. You got to slow down and you go, wow, you know, am I picking the same kind of guy? You know, am I not seeing the signs when I see him at the bar and he's having six drinks and I'm not finished with my glass of <laughs> wine? Am I seeing the same situation to where he's waiting for me to put down the credit card? Am I, you know, going through the same situation to where I can only call him certain times a day, or I can only see him on certain days. Is there a pattern there? Okay. Is there a pattern? Okay. So then reframe it. This is not what I want. You have to be specific when you manifest things in your life whatever it is you what have to be the
1: feel feel into it like how would it feel right. um, that relationship right. it's not necessarily about the visualization which is yes visualizing is good but you also have to feel like how would it feel to be adored how would it feel to be just like treated as a queen how would it feel to have somebody just love you sensually just like you deserve to be loved like how would that feel that i and tap into that like that's the reprogramming yeah reframe but oh feel into that that's the the
0: tidal wave okay it's that's splashing you in your face i can feel it i'm i'm in it with you so let me ask you some fun questions because we've gone deep these are my favorite questions you Mm -hmm. were an appliance in the kitchen
1: kelly what would you be (laughs) <laughs> you know what's so funny the first thing that comes to mind is the dishwasher and um <laughs> Why? fresh start yeah fresh start wiping away all of the dirt and grime that you've been taught that you've been conditioned into that mm. you've been telling yourself, self and just you're shiny and new and bright and everything is possible everything the only thing limiting you is your thoughts yeah i'd be the swiffer <laughs> <laughs> i want to
0: clean and shiny i want to smooth i want to glide you know so i'd be the swiffer if you had three wishes what would they be just
1: anything three wishes um for everybody to wake up to the love that they are <laughs> for everybody to experience love and joy and bliss every day i believe that we can live in ecstatic bliss every day um and that uh yeah that we I guess would be less divisive as a as a whole and more accepting of our differences because that's what is so fascinating about us all is all the differences like if everything if we were all the same how boring would life be uh we all eating all the same time. Thing, like thank goodness there's such diversity and to um yeah relish in that and delight in the differences like instead of having the friction just delight in the differences and learn from one another and grow from one another
0: what do you say to the woman that's afraid to fall in love again you you know you had an adversarial into your marriage and they're out there and i'm telling you that the dating scene i've been married to mr magnificent in a few weeks will be 39 years
1: Congratulations.
0: Thank you. Now, and what you said about being loved and feeling like a queen and, you know, I know what it feels like. I wouldn't, I can't accept anything else, anything but no, that. Good for I you. Can't accept anything but that. But, um, you know, there are a lot of women that are just afraid. And the dating scene is so different. I mean, you find somebody online, you sex texting it, who does that? Okay. <laughs> you know, uh, it, it, it's just different. You don't go to the bar and, you know, wink and send somebody a drink or, you know, you're afraid of that human interaction. So how do women or men or non-binary, how do people find love again after they've uh, experienced a breakup?
1: Being open. I mean, you have to be open and willing and open and willing and courageous. Open, willing, and courageous. And know that not every man is bad. Not every woman is bad. No, like, everybody is, again, different. And (laughs) so, and once you, like, are, yeah, you just have to be open and willing and courageous because not everyone is the same. And you have to have faith in yourself and faith in another.
0: You have to love yourself. You have to understand Mm -hmm. your boundaries, what you will accept, what you won't accept, and you have to understand where you are in in your life. Yeah. Because if you're over 35 or 40, they're going to come with maybe a couple of kids, maybe with an ex-spouse, maybe with some bad credit, maybe yeah. health problems, maybe unemployed. Yep. What is it that you are willing to say, "Okay, you know what? That is not a deal breaker. That right. is something that I can work with."
1: Yeah. So, and knowing yourself, I think, helps knowing who you are I, really helps to to, to delineate. okay, the, like you were just saying, this will work for me. this won't work for me. Somebody who's nice and clean is great. I need that. like you you by knowing yourself, then you can find yourself the partner that's a good match, a good good partner for you.
0: And my last question to you, Kelly, what do you want your
1: legacy to be, baby? Legacy of love? legacy of love that I am the tidal wave of love. Wow. And it, and it ripples out from my heart to yours.
0: Well, it couldn't have been spoken more beautifully. Please tell my brains how to get in contact with you. If they need an infusion and an injection of love, if they need to, you know, revisit it or even figure out what it means. I had a family member tell me the other day they didn't even know what love was. It broke my heart. That is. And you know and i try to give it to them on overdrive you know i try to give them an overabundance and they said i don't even know what love is that scared me mm-hmm. that scared me that they didn't realize because i know that they're getting it but they didn't realize it so uh how can a person that's in that space
1: contact you so uh you can find me so every day i do a reel on instagram at title underscore wave of love and then you can contact me uh, through my website, tidalwaveoflove.com. You can send me an email, k e l i at tidalwaveoflove.com. I do have um, on the fourth Sunday of every month, I do a cacao ceremony. On I don't sell the cacao; you'd have to buy your own cacao. I do have a link to a place to buy it, but I would love to have you join me and experience the beauty, beautiful medicine of cacao. Again, it's very heart opening. Um, and I am doing a uh, Survive to Thrive six-week journey with me, and that starts April 24th at 6.15 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, so send me an email if you're interested. Get
0: your cacao all brains.
1: That's right. Get your That's cacao cool. so you're, you can
0: connect with the brain of your heart. Exactly. Absolutely, and make some wise choices and decisions.
1: Yeah. Speaking
0: of wise choices and decisions, bam. I need you to go like, love, share, and subscribe right here. Like, love, share, and subscribe here on the edge. Like I told you, the place where the conversation is pointed, the guests are sharp, responses are never dull, and we open our heart to love. Thank you, Kelly. Thank you, April. All right. Be good, Brains.